are back with another episode of MHV's Off the Trail, where we talk about all things money and life. And today we are joined by Melissa Walsh, who is the VP of Marketing here at MHV. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Mary Claire. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for hopping on today. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, excited. Yeah, we are diving into something that is near and dear to, I'm going to say, probably everybody's hearts, and that is trying to save more money. Um, you know, especially over the past few months, if we haven't learned that things are always a little uncertain, uh, then we haven't learned anything. And I think people are becoming a lot more aware of the fact that, you know, they, they need to have that emergency fund. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been pretty eye-opening for a lot of people right now um, with the pandemic that, you know, having that savings account is pretty critical at this point. Right. And, you know, people, we hear a lot of the experts saying, oh, you should have three months, you should have six months, you should have a year's worth of all of your expenses saved up. And I think that's overwhelming for people to hear. You know, it's kind of daunting to think about, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to save that much money? But how much, how do people actually get started? Like, what's a realistic way to, to kind of take that first step? So I used to think of savings as that thing that I'll do, you know, when I have money. And I think that one of the most important things in being able to save is to make it a little bit more automated. And by having it on a set schedule, mm -hmm. I think helps folks to be able to not forget right. um, and miss out on a week or a month of putting money towards uh, their account. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of learned that lesson early on um, reading a book. I think it was something about maybe the automatic millionaire or something like that. Mm -hmm. one, of, one of those books and really made me pause for a minute and think about savings in a completely different, different approach. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that's really key in making that transition. So make a habit of it is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Not, not that occasional. Well, I'll do it when I remember when I have, have the money, but right. kind of forcing yourself to, to, to automate it and make sure that it's on a schedule and whatever that schedule looks like, whether mm -hmm. it's, broken out by week or month or biweekly, um, but at least sticking to something. So it's funny because you just mentioned automating it and talk a little bit about what is that, like, how does somebody do that? Because it's very easy as human beings, Melissa, to be, to say to ourselves, well, let me do, go do all this first. <laughs> and then if there's anything left, then I'll put it in my savings. So what does the automating look like? How would somebody do that? Yeah, so there's uh, lots of different options. Um, you can either work with your human, human resource department to have money taken out of your paycheck automatically when the direct deposit hits and set aside, you know, sent to a, a designated savings account. You can automate it from moving funds from your checking to um, your savings account. Sometimes, it, for me, I find it helpful to not have my checking and savings in the same place. Some place, mm. 
different um, where I'm not constantly going in and looking at the balance and you have that temptation to make a quick transfer out of savings to checking. So, you know, I think there are tools, um, whether it's through payroll or through setting up automatic transfers from your online banking provider that can help um, set that up for you. I love the idea of having it at a different uh, financial institution because it really gets you out of your own way. <laughs> that's, that's really a smart play. And then of course, automating it, then you don't even have to think about doing it. Exactly. Right. And takes that whole component or that chore of having to go in and make that transfer happen out of Mm -hmm. the equation. Right. Yeah. So how do people like, how much should I start with? Okay. So, you know, we had talked at the beginning about how it can feel very overwhelming when, when people say, oh, you should have X amount of months saved up, but what's a realistic amount to start with? Does it have to be this huge dollar amount? No, and it probably shouldn't because I think it's important to grow into it and to feel comfortable managing all of your bills. Mm -hmm. When you begin to think about your savings as creating a bill for yourself, a bill that's almost, I would consider just as important as making your auto loan payment, you know, paying yourself first is thinking about your budget in a completely different way where Mm -hmm. making sure that that one payment or, you know, whether it's monthly or or weekly, that payment to yourself into that savings account first and whatever amount is going to make you feel comfortable. Then after that's been established, then determining, okay, well, how much do I have left to be able to budget for my auto loan payment or housing? Um, Because building it after the fact um, really limits um, your ability to fund that account. Mm -hmm. And so by flipping it um, helps you really establish uh, an amount that you're going to be a little bit more comfortable with. Um, So I think, you know, it's something that should be done incrementally. So you can start with, you know, even $25 a week or biweekly. And then Mm -hmm. as you um, feel comfortable, begin to, um, you know, increase that. And I say that particularly for people that haven't had the mentality of paying yourself first, right? Mm -hmm. You already have a fixed auto loan payment, housing payment. So to take that approach now might be challenging, but if you can at least begin somewhere and then as you are able to find ways to cut back in your budget, Mm -hmm. whether it's refinancing your auto loan or looking at, you know, the bills that you're paying, Mm -hmm. um, you know, at that point, you can then begin to gradually increase that amount. Right. Um, Yeah. It feels a lot less painful when you're doing it slowly like that. (laughs) It is. And I think, you know, the, one of the ways to be able to even get to that point is by creating a, um, a budget and it doesn't have to be anything sophisticated. I mean, just even, making a list of here's all the bills, all the payments, go into your bill pay account, look and see, you know, your check checkbook and see where are you making payments to. Um, and then, you know, what that amount is um, every month and then looking to see, you know, where can I cut back? I have a real life example for you because I just recently did this exercise and, and I looked at my cell phone bill and I realized, gosh, I'm spending so much money on my cell phone right, bill every yeah. month. Let me actually go in and look at this thing. So I pulled up the statement and I realized that I was paying for um, a mobile hotspot 
on both lines. And mm -hmm. it was kind of an upgraded plan that I didn't even realize I had. Right. So <laughs> I, you know, called them up. Actually, I chatted with them and they were able to save me $10 on each line um, by removing that service level down. So I didn't lose out on anything. I wasn't right. using the features anyway. Um, and then I looked to see like there's a $5 savings for automatic payments. So I was like, oh, let me take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And then there's other discounts for being a credit union member. So I was able to save another $5. So that's $30 a month right. savings just on your cell phone bill. Right. So by going through your list of here's, you know, cell phone, here's um, your cable bill. That was the other thing. It was like, oh my gosh, spending mm -hmm. so much money on cable. Yeah. You know, so what if I, what if we switched? What would that look like? What, am I going to be able to get the same channels? And yeah, through streaming and was able to save, you know, $60 a month right mm -hmm. there. And I so. love that you point out that the one discount was $5 a month, because I think sometimes people see these little discounts and they think, oh, you know, it's not worth my time, but you have to look at it as a snowball effect. And over the course of a year, all of those little discounts and those, and those savings and um, the, you know, the plan changes and that type of thing that adds up a lot. Yeah, it certainly does. And I think if you combine it with other cost-cutting measures like looking at cable, looking at insurance, every time your policy renews for auto or, or home, typically it increases. So, right. you know, shopping out auto insurance and homeowner's insurance is an important piece of that as well to try to save, you know, find those little pockets where you can save a little bit of money and, and redirect that to your savings mm -hmm. account. Right. Um, you know, those are actual meaningful ways that you can begin adding, um, adding that money up. Um, another way too is um, using your grocery store apps um, for shopping. So Absolutely. you know you you're able to really stick to a budget, and um, you know you're not tempted by a lot of the impulse purchases because you're just going through the app and maybe looking at what the sales are. Mm -hmm. um, saved a lot of money by doing that and not shopping in the actual store. Yes, and I will say the rewards programs too have been. Now that I'm I'm in it and actively participating, I'm saving a tremendous amount of money with the the digital coupons and and the cash back um, from some of the grocery stores. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's lots of ways, but I think the the first thing to do is really to get the list together of mm -hmm. here's everything that I'm spending and here's how much, and going through each of those statements to see, you know, are there little add-ons or, you know, upgrades that have taken place over the years that you can downgrade or, you know, go from, you know, not streaming, you know, 10 devices to, you know, to five, right. would that make a difference in the monthly payment? And could you live with that? Mm -hmm. You know, that's where you can really find some savings. And to your point, it does add up over time. Mm -hmm. um, and you can redirect those funds to pay yourself first. Right. And I would, you know, go through literally go through your checking account either in the app or you know if you get paper statements go through for a couple of months and see what you've subscribed to because a lot of times we sign up for free trials or you know we think we're getting a great deal and then we stop using the service or we stop using the app and they're not going to stop charging you just because you're not using it yeah, and that's a great point. And I didn't mention that I, I had just pointed out bill pay, but going through your transaction history 
is another really great one to see kind of those subscriptions that are coming out and um, any other kinds of purchases that you, you are making that add up, whether it's, you know, purchasing lunch or coffee or, mm -hmm. um, you know, those small little purchases, they do add up over time. Mm -hmm. Melissa, do you have any other tips or advice on starting people starting to build their savings accounts? So one of the larger payments um, that most people have each month is for their um, auto loan. So, you know, one idea is to look at your interest rate, um, particularly if you have an auto loan with one of the large national banks, um, typically will be higher uh, than at some of the local uh, institutions. So one idea would be to look to see what what your rate was when you um, financed and see if it makes sense to refinance uh, to a lower rate now mm -hmm. and to help free up some money in your monthly payment, shorten your term, pay less interest. Um, so, you know, that's an option too, to help um, free up some extra mm -hmm. cash for savings. But I think just starting off small, even $25 a, a pay period, um, is a is a good option just to get you um in the right direction right. and you know really reassessing what are all of the um you know bills that you have all the outflow every month mm -hmm. and where are there little areas where you can cut back and try to redirect those funds excellent excellent well thank you so much for coming on today melissa i appreciate it Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for tuning in. As always, if you have anything that you want to go off the trail with us, please email podcast at mhvfcu.com and we will see you next time. 